Who has the milk and apples? 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 We pay Our enemies are innovative and resourceful. And so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people. And neither do we. If this were a dictatorship, it'd be a heck of a lot easier. <laughs> Just so long as I'm the dictator. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, you are listening to the Animal Farm radio show. The date today is December the 2nd, 2008. My name is Benjamin Miller, and I'm chilling here with my fellow bearer of bad news, Cody Pax. Hello, Ben. Pythe will be coming in the second hour, maybe sooner. Um... But we do have a very important broadcast for everybody tonight. We're going to be spending uh, quite a bit of time talking about that Carl Rove post 9/11 uh, propaganda entertainment article that just came out. Absolutely, which is uh, just a bombshell article. You'll have to hear it to believe it. But we all will also be getting into uh, the typical stuff: Barack Obama news, some minor police state news, fear mongering news, and as always, the crazy, the disturbing, and the just plain weird. The Straight sickly. ahead, <laughs> you are on the farm. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on the Freedom Underground Radio Network. Visit us on the web at animalfarmshow.com. No question about it, Ben. There's so much to cover tonight, and, and just just that one topic, which I confess, yeah. I actually kind of missed that through all the hype. Once again, I went home uh, after the last night's show, and you know, usually it's hard to get great stories after six, seven o'clock because everything's yeah. kind of you know the day's pretty much over. But yeah. I got to tell you, I, I there was just a swarm of new articles that were posted. There was one, uh, I think it was out of Raw Story, that was posted like a minute. Um, you know, a minute after, I actually got it right then and there. So there's some great stories, and I, I missed the car roll thing. But, yeah, that, that topic right there, Ben, uh, where do we begin? But we will, like always, on the Animal Farm radio show, thank you for joining us. We will uh, begin with the sickly and the strange and the um, the fictitious and the non-fictitious and all the crazy stuff that goes on around the world just to <laughs> lube you up, so to speak, like I always like to say. And I don't know what took us so long to report on this one, but a student arrested for passing gas at Florida school. Now, Ben, I would be I in. we did report on that one. I we didn't? I don't I don't think we did. Damn it. You know, and if we did, that's right. We, I want to we report it again. We were, de- <laughs> <laughs> we were depressed about that. Oh, my God. We did, that we, we weren't able to report Yeah, that. I mean, you know, I, I saw, you saw Leonard, uh, once again, Leonard and Dan and Ray, great, great uh, support. And, and once again, folks, thank you for your emails. We have been getting quite a, uh, a lot of new listeners and uh, people interested in the show. And we, we do appreciate that. And thank yeah, you for joining of, us. A lot of website traffic, by the way. Yeah, and we, we really. Looking we, at that, and we've, we, we got a significant increase. Lately, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's just nice, and I know we are starting up here on the new network, and there's been a lot of things and growing pains and 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 all the stuff like that. But either way, uh, that's it, a nice way to put it. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to keep it nice and sugar-coated, but either way, folks, it's great. Thank you for joining us once again. Thanks for the support. And and once again, I want to get into a little bit later on, but you can write articles for us, uh, you know, under the helm of the Animal Farm. We Absolutely. do encourage folks to to kind of, you know, get in there, get get your hands dirty and write yeah, we'll about stuff. We'll give you press passes, too, if you, uh, you know, yes. want to join up in the Animal Farm News uh, team. $50 a pop. No, I'm just yeah. Okay. Either way, we, we've talked too much already. Student arrested for passing gas at Florida school. This is some of the strange here out of Stuart, Florida. A student at a Florida school has been arrested after authorities said he was passing gas and turning off his classmates' computers, according to a report released Friday by the Martin County Sheriff's Office. A 13-year-old boy uh, continually disrupted his classroom environment by intentionally breaking wind. He then shut off some computers other students were using. Now, of course, Pyeth is not here with us right now. He will be coming in, and he'd be having a field day with this. So we are <laughs> we are losing some of that real production value as yeah. far as the Animal Farm show goes. The Spectrum Junior High School. Uh, it's actually a junior senior high school was arrested November 4th. He was arrested for this. Uh, I went to an all boys Catholic high school. Okay, I'm all right. I survived it. Don't, <laughs> don't feel bad for me. It was a, it was a great time. A lot of sports. And yes, we did see a lot of females. So it wasn't like that, but, uh, I would be in a, uh, you know, a military facility if this was a problem when I went to school. Cause you're at an all boys Catholic high school. That's just kind of thing. Everybody just rips ass in, in, in class. Just the way it goes. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm just trying to report what would happen. A school resource officer placed the boy under arrest after he confessed about his behavior. According to the report, he was charged with disruption of school function and released to his mother. So, I mean, this could have easily been, um, this could have easily been a police state article. Um, and yeah. uh, you know, I don't, I don't understand uh, how someone could be arrested for disrupting class. I mean, isn't there detention and, and uh, you know, suspensions for these types of things? But anyway, moving on here. Uh, cop pulls yeah, that's gun. That's the point. You're supposed to use these detentions and suspensions to teach kids lessons about life. Yeah. About how the world is going to react if you do certain things. You know, and, 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 and of course, education. Like, nah, screw that. We'll go straight to the yeah. police. <laughs> I actually got some really great education articles tonight. I mean, great meaning, informative and interesting. I'd say. I, I think they are at least, but yeah, I don't even get me started on education and where it's going, but there's so much to be done there, and uh, just teachers in general, the more you read some of these articles, I realize some of these teachers out there, you know, maybe very few, uh, they have just no control over their, the kids in their classroom, and, and just some of the things that happens as a result of school-related behavior is uh, is absurd, but, mm-hmm. you know, hey, this is why this is the animal farm, we've we got to get down with these things and, and talk about them, but anyway, moving on, out of Reuters, cop pulls gun over scooter helmet violation, so I guess <laughs> Oh. More of the police state uh, type news here uh, out of Taipei. I get things. I guess that's right. A motor scooter rider in central Taiwan was held at gunpoint during a traffic stop for not wearing a safety helmet, local media said on Thursday, after a police car whistled to the scooter to pull over. The officer in Taichung County pulled a gun on the 54-year-old rider surnamed Lin, who was wearing a hat but not a helmet, and ordered her not to move. This is, of course, a lady. A Taiwan's Liberty Times said all this. A spokeswoman for the Taipeng Police Station in Taichung County said uh, a gun was pulled because the rider had tried to get away, Ben. So, yes, don't. Don't, you know, don't stray away. If you're on a scooter without a helmet, they may just shoot your ass. If you don't pull over, this can happen, said the station spokesman Yu Chiming. The officer's action was not extreme. So, you know, a little 
kind of trip around the world. And finally, just to keep you all uh, feeling good and hungry, 2,700-year-old marijuana found in Chinese tomb. This, of course, caught my eye. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe this. Stash seems to have been intended for buried shaman to use in the afterlife. God almighty. I guess he uh, didn't get a chance to, to wow. hit it up because it's still there. And I can only really imagine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just start seeing floating heads. Yeah, and, yeah, and these are, and, uh, I can't say, you know, oh, go to animalfarmshow.com and check this out because these are the articles I don't, you know, bookmark through delicious because yeah. I want these to be surprised. But Ottawa, and this is this is out of the star.com all over the web. You can also find this. But, of course, researchers say they have located the world's oldest stash of marijuana in a tomb in a remote part of China. The cache of cannabis is about 2,700 years old, Ben, and was clearly cultivated for psychoactive purposes. Well, of course, <laughs> rather than as a fiber for clothing or as food, says a research paper in the Journal of Experimental Botany. Yeah. Should have been a botanist, Ben. 789 grams, 789 grams of dried cannabis was buried alongside light-haired, blue-eyed Caucasian man, likely a shaman of Gushi culture near Turpan in northwestern China. Extremely dry conditions and alkaline soil acted as preservatives, allowing a team of scientists to carefully analyze the stash, which still looked green, though it had uh, lost its distinctive color. Mm -hmm. To our knowledge, these investigations provide the oldest documentation of cannabis as a pharmacologically active agent. Did good with that one, says the newly published paper, whose lead author was American neurologist Dr. Ethan B. Russo. So you can look into this. Remnants of cannabis have been found in ancient Egypt and other states, and the substance has been referred to by authors such as the Greek historian Herodotus, whatever. But the tomb stash is the oldest so far that could be thoroughly tested for its properties. I think Herodotus. I'll just say Herodotus. That maybe that's right or maybe that's wrong. But yeah. there there's my three crazies, three nutties, three unbelievables and three sicklies for the day and uh you know hopefully that police state stuff can kind of you know uh zoom us into what we have to talk about because there is like you said some police state stuff and I have some good health news. Of course now with uh with you know the winter coming and everybody's getting sick now and uh, there's some great stuff out of mercola.com Dr. Joseph Mercola I think is okay. the guy who heads that website. Uh talked a lot about the flu vaccine and of course, it's a big topic now this time of year. Yeah. But uh, check out, I think the video is actually on WFURadio.com. I saw that video. Yeah, check it out. It's interesting. Very he's, informative. He's not much of a, a spokesperson, but he does make some interesting points that I think do need some further research because, uh, you know, it deals with vitamin D and the lack thereof. And that's one of the reasons why we do get the flu, why, why we do get sick. Yeah. Uh, it's not because we don't have the flu vaccine. And, and this, this controversy comes up every time, every time we reach November or even October sometimes. This is a huge topic, and, of course, you have the Dr. Guptas and Dr. Mannies of the world, you know, really fighting and trying to yeah, – he did a pretty balanced report on the flu vaccine, you know, the, the pros and the cons and people, doctors who are for and against it. But either way, it is what it is. Check it out. Uh, WFURadio.com is the site. You can also donate there if you like what you're hearing, uh, you know, 50 cents. We could probably get maybe half a cup of coffee or something like that, maybe a bagel if we get <laughs> 3 or $4 down. We have a Dunkin' Donuts right next door to the studio, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty but, cool. But, uh, Ben, what we do you – You don't get stabbed walking down there. Yeah, we we got to kind of – Carry some weapons with you down there and, and be careful. You don't look people in the eye, that whole thing, like, my, like, <laughs> like Mother said. <laughs> but no, you know, I, you, just in case someone gets a little out of hand, I, I do carry some, some legal weaponry, so uh, don't, don't, come, uh, don't come arrest me. But what would you like to start with, Ben? Because like I said, there's a smorgasbord on my computer here of stuff. And uh, I wanted to kind of pass the ball over here to you and see what you wanted to do. Well, I did want to let people know um, really quickly that if they would like to participate in communication with us, they can 
AOL Instant Message uh, Animal Farm show is for the, the time being, of course. For the time being, until we get our phone lines in, and um, yeah, so they could do that, or you could go to the deadline uh, live info and uh, hit up the chat room. Of course. Also, people talking in there and, and, and hanging out. But, uh, yeah, first article I got is an update to something that we were talking about before, which we were hoping that would get traction, but it really kind of did get traction. Um, but now, Cheney Gonzalez. Uh, yeah, the, the, I have it. Yep. Yeah, the indictment charges have been dropped. So, yeah. uh, unfortunately, these criminals aren't going to, you know, be put away anytime soon. We kind of figured that, I guess. To no surprise. I think if you listen back to when we reported it initially, I'm sure one of us said something along the lines of, yeah, like they're really going to, you know, be prosecuted for these things sure yeah yeah okay. over something like covering up a single murder <laughs> yeah <laughs> these guys have killed thousands and millions of people and they're gonna go to jail for a single murder i i doubt it but yeah i doubt it too um yeah but that's what happened ross story is reporting this a judge in raymondville texas has dropped a charge uh, indictment against uh, vice president dick cheney and former attorney general alberto gonzalez judge Manuel Benales, after surviving a motion to have him removed from the case, threw out eight of the indictments bought by Willis uh, County District Attorney Juan Guerra, including those against two special prosecutors, two district judges, and a district clerk. Everybody is just a crook down there, huh? Yeah. And they tried I, to know. get him kicked off the case because they knew he was going to uh, try to drop these charges, and, and he did do that. Uh, yeah. Wow, just incredible. Yeah, a very appropriate picture of Cheney on this particular article out of Roar Story. He's got his hand up, and he's kind of gesturing that it's like something small, if you will. Maybe I'm just seeing what I want to see, but <laughs> I don't know. I just get the picture like, yeah, dude, this is nothing. I mean, this is nothing compared to what these men are responsible for. And, and again, we knew this was going to happen, but it is the farm. We want to report it, and we try to move on. But one other thing, too, Ben, I think I guess this is – uh, attributed to all the crazy stories now that are flooding the you know the waves here, the news websites after this India attack. I mean, of course, you know we're seeing uh, after any big terrorist attack, we just see rampant media coverage of not only that attack, but we also yeah. get we also get these articles: uh, nuclear or bioterror attack on U.S. likely by 2013. A panel warns, and then this one: uh, chances of WMD attack in big city greater. Uh, reports a new study or a new report. And I'll read a little bit of this, but. I guess it's just the fear-mongering. I guess it's just the hype, and I guess it is for a lot of things like ratings, websites, clicks, mouse clicks, this whole thing. You know, they want to sell ad space, and fear works. Of course, fear has always worked, but it just, you know, it just leaves a bad taste. I'm sick and tired of panels coming out and saying, well, by 2013, we might get a, a biological or unconventional or, or nuclear attack, and it's like, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know. It's like, who the hell are you to make that? It's like, who, who are you the hell to make the, that judgment? You know, what, what makes yeah. you a freaking expert in that? It's like. What, yeah, exactly. Like that, that, I mean, that, that's like an expert saying, well, in the next four years, an airplane carrying people might crash. Yes. It's possible. I mean, if you look at numbers and studies, yeah, maybe one out of every five years does. But that's not really helping anybody, and, and I'm just sick of it. And people, you know, read these articles and say, oh, my God. And, you know, I don't know if this is going to be used uh, to pass legislation or, like I, like I originally said, if it's just for the fear-mongering issue, but whatever. But we do have to be worried about it now because now we know that there's so much of this news that came out. Uh, beforehand is so fake. You know, we, yeah. we, we know for a 100% fact that the Bush, uh, administration used, uh, some fear propaganda right before the election in order to boost their own ratings in 2004. We know that that's totally admitted. Uh, now we're finding out that there's all these, uh, news stories that were just totally fake and completely paid for, um, by, you know, international corporations trying to cross promote, trying to sell things on their network, but making it look like actual everyday news. Right. Uh, so we don't even really know what news is, is real out there. I mean, right. that's that's the type of world we live in. Like, the, the people could be listening to this show right now, and they'll just, you know, 
we could we could just be selling some crap right now on the back end and not even really be giving you news. Right. I also want to talk about this, and I also want to try to tie it in with the uh, the government-sponsored terrorism of the past and the 20,000 troops or more that are going to be policing uh, America now. You know, no more posse comitatus. More to come on the other side, folks. Animal Farm Show is what you're listening to. Stay tuned. We shall return. Please take back this fear well, if you've listened to the Animal Farm for any duration of time, folks, you know that we are plagued with um, with uh, issues, technical network and computer issues, just kind of like uh, you know, pick your favorite uh, baseball or football team plagued by injuries. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. we're live, Adam. I know. Thank you, or Adam, whatever, Daniel, whoever the hell is manning the station. We know. I- I'm. Uh, I know we're live. I just wanted to let people know that. We just hiccuped, something went wrong, but we were talking about important stuff, um, such as the, the media's continual push for this propaganda, whether it's just because of the India attack uh, at the Taj Mahal Hotel. Every time something like this happens, it's this huge push, and it's global. It's, it's, it's every news outlet, you know, Absolutely. every mainstream news outlet, I should say. And it's this, this, these fear-mongering type articles where nuclear bioterror attack on U.S. is likely by 2013, panel warns. And I will read a little bit more of that, but then also out of Reuters, it's the same thing over and over and over again. Chances of WMD attack in Big City Greater Report. And there's no real substance to these articles. I read, I pretty much read all of them. There's nothing really about them that you can gain. It's, it, other than the fear mongering, it's just, well, this could happen and that, well, this might happen. Well, we, yeah. you know, Santa Claus may drop a couple of gifts on your house and you might get crushed by those. You have no idea. Anything could happen. Um, so it's just this constant, mindless uh, kind of yammering, if you will. Uh, but I will read it just to kind of make the point. And then I want to I want to talk about um, how it ties in. So much of what we talk about is, is putting the pieces of the puzzle together. They're, they're massing this 20,000 strong, if not more, uh, brigade, the, you know, the, the, the troops, and they're going to bring people in this country to start, you know, in case of a nuclear attack, in case of a radiological or bio biological type of terror attack. So mm-hmm. you're just getting the impression that if, even if it, it is fear-mongering, it's also something else. Like they're telling you, folks, your ass is grass. Yeah, we're we're massing troops to help you in an attack, and it's likely by the, in the next three to four years we're going to be attacked, mm-hmm. which is great because how much of our money is going to fight terrorism in other countries? Yet we're still being warned and fear mongered. But whatever, I can go on forever. Terrorists are likely to attack the United States using nuclear or biological weapons before 2013, according to a report released by a bipartisan commission. Mm, love to know who was manning that commission. Yeah, Vice President. Notice bipartisan. Yes. Well, not, well, Ben, look, and we'll get to Obama and how he's basically praising all of his enemies. Not yeah. nonpartisan. Right. Bipartisan. He basically, you know, he almost fought with Hillary Clinton on the stage during the debates, but now she's a secretary of state. And yeah. you can't talk about that. We'll get to the press conference and how Obama's saying, oh, the media loves to do this. They love to try to get controversy. No, for the most part, the media's trying to find out how you could bitch at someone and say they're not even prepared to be, you know, your your friggin' stewardess on an airplane, basically, and now all of a sudden now she's qualified to be Secretary of State. We know why. We know it's <laughs> false. We know the false left, left right paradigm, but when you try to confront them after they've already won their seat, ah, well, we can't talk about that now. 
Terrorists are likely to attack the United States using nuclear biological weapons before 2013, according to a report released by Bipartisan Commission. We got that far. Vice President-elect Joe Biden was briefed on the panel's study on Tuesday. According, uh, among other things, pardon me, the report suggests that the incoming Obama administration shore up its counterterrorism efforts to fight against germ warfare. Hmm, oh, so there is, maybe there is a little more substance. We're getting a little more specific here. Germ warfare. <laughs> Sounds like uh, the flu vaccine or something. Our margin of safety is shrinking, not growing states the report, a copy of which was obtained by Fox News. It is scheduled to be publicly released Wednesday. Um, the commission is also encouraging the new White House to appoint one official on the National Security Council to exclusively coordinate U.S. intelligence and foreign policy on combating the spread of nuclear and biological weapons. Uh, the report of the Commission on the Prevention of WMD Proliferation and Terrorism led by former Senators Bob Graham of Florida and Jim Talent of Missouri acknowledges that terrorist groups still lack the needed scientific and technical ability to make weapons out of pathogens or nuclear bombs. So mm-hmm. I'll go there. And then, uh, well, this... I have another quote from this. Uh, it's, it's a different inside of the Ross story. Sure. Um, but it's the same, same subject. He says, it says, uh, geez, without greater urgency and decisive action by the world community, it is more likely than not that a weapon of mass destruction will be used in a terrorist attack somewhere in the world by the end of 2013. That's yeah. That, that, this is commission. like the date, you know. Yeah, I mean, which uh, yeah, and, and they interviewed more than 200 experts since May in preparing its findings for Congress and President-elect Barack Obama. So uh, here's these, these fortune tellers with their their glowing crystal balls telling us how we're doing. Hey, Pyeth. Yeah, Pyeth just walked in. Everybody say hi to Pyeth. Uh, they say hi. Okay, great. We already had one uh, network hiccup tonight, so we're going for two here. Um, yeah, yeah Ben. I, I mean, off the air for a little bit there, Pyle. Yeah, yeah. I, it might have been on our end, so we're not blaming the network this time. But we just can't seem to get a break here. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So then, out of Reuters, chances of WMD, and we talked about one yesterday where they were saying biological, um, what was it? Biological, nuclear, or some. You know, other substance, like anything. Toothbrushes, you know, Wendy's. Where's Bin Laden, Rumsfeld? <laughs> yeah, well, I think he's north, south, east, or west of, of the city. <laughs> it's just... A massive amount of, uh, you know, smart meteorites might hit the earth and we're all done. I mean, everything is just, it's just ridiculous. And, you know, I mean, we can laugh at it because we've, we've been through this. You know, we've done research and, you know, we know that either way, for the most part, uh, how many terrorist attacks, I mean, so many terrorist attacks in the last 10, 15, 20 years, mm-hmm. 40, 50 years. Yeah. Uh, have have been carried out by the CIA, by MI6, um, and have been false flag terrorism. I mean, government it's sponsored, government yeah, sponsored false flag terrorism. And now. you have to, you really have to ask yourself the questions when they say, without greater urgency and decisive action by the world community. Yeah. What is the world community? What is the world body right. that they're trying to organize? Is it? Is it the people that started the terrorism in the first place? Right. The answer is hell yeah, it is. Yeah. Government-sponsored terrorism is, is the number one type of terrorism out there. And I know that there, are, you know, there are plenty of cases where there are psychotic terrorists who, you know, um, maybe not even psychotic, but but terrorists who will go out and bomb innocent people because they feel, you know, like the World Trade Center. They they flew buildings into the World Trade Center because they felt that the people that worked for the World Trade Center and the World Organization were guilty for taking part in that type of thing. So that's why they felt not guilty about, you know, flying buildings. And if you believe that the terrorists really did that, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But even before 9/11, Church. I mean, you know, it, it, it's, that's why it's so easy to understand. Pyatt is here. Yes, thank you. It's so easy to understand 
9-11 in the regard of government being behind it because we've seen it. We saw it with Mosaddegh in 53. We saw the Liberty. You know, We saw all these events taking place, how to get into Vietnam War. We saw Pearl Harbor, obviously. Yeah. I mean, it just one after another, Operation Ajax, and we read Operation Northwood. I mean, this is just declassified now. I mean, everything now is declassified for the most part. And all you have to do is just look. Just look. I mean, you know, just look at the damn documents. I mean, I, I certainly didn't write them, and I don't like the fact that we have to sit here and, you know, Tip, you know, I guess generally worry about outside threats, but mm -hmm. really ultimately worry about inside threats. I mean, obviously yeah. we are taking risks here, and, and maybe and maybe we will. Maybe we'll break out uh, the uh, Northwoods articles and just read a couple things from them, just to give people an idea of how shady our government could be. Because I know we are going to be talking about this um, Think Progress article. I don't know if it's Think Progress or Raw Story. A bunch of people picked it up, but the nine after nine eleven the Rove propaganda article. Just that, to give, we're building up definitely. Yeah, that, that I mean, is going to be such a huge. I mean, I can't wait to, to talk give, about. That. Yeah, just to give people an idea of how shady our government is, yeah. how shady and how criminal it is on so many different levels and how they'll stop at nothing to deceive the American people into, into getting what they want. Yeah, and I think the reason why I think this article is so much of a bombshell is because so often when you talk to the sheeple or when you talk to your friends or whomever mm -hmm. and you you know you get into a rant like I often do it's like a lot of people want more substance they want examples and when you talk about your enemies they say well who's behind it well yeah. look at this article with Carl Rove and we're going to talk about that how after 9/11 they were literally uh, talking with uh, entertainers and, and people to to basically manufacture propaganda and that's why we're building up to it because we're talking about these articles coming out now I guess I'm, I'm assuming after this India, uh, you know, attack on the Taj Mahal and, you know, all these new reports. Oh, you better get ready. You know, we're going to be attacked, this and that. Um, so one more time here out of Reuters. Uh, the chances of terror attack on a major city somewhere in the world using weapons of mass destruction are better than even... According to a task force, thank God Pyatt's here. According to a task force <laughs> mandated by the U.S. Congress, the Washington Post reported on its Tuesday edition, a draft study by the panel warns of a growing threat from rogue states, nuclear smuggling rings, and the spread of atomic information in the developing world. The newspaper reported much more on the other side, folks. we got to get into this Carl Rove article and so much more news, health-wise, police state news, animal farm, craziness, nakedness. We'll talk to you when we get back. Are gasoline and diesel fuel costs eating away your personal and business finances? Stupid question, right? Were there a simple, low-cost and safe engine add-on that allowed your car, SUV, pickup, or even your semi to use water as a fuel? Yes, I said water. We have the answer. Go to hydrofreedom.com now to find out how you can boost your vehicle's gas mount by 30, 50, or even 70% or more using water and gasoline together. An easy-to-assemble add-on produces HHO, a combination of hydrogen and oxygen, often called Brown's gas, and the only byproduct created is good old water. Your engine will run smoother, last longer, and have more power, better engine performance, and less harmful emissions. You may even qualify for an IRS refund just for using it. Check us out at hydrofreedom.com. Break away from the oil cartel and save money in the process. Go to hydrofreedom.com to learn more. That's www.hydrofreedom.com. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. 
Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the New World Order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to BraveNewBookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about BraveNewBookstore.com. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. News and information you can trust. You're listening to Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom. Freedom. Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. Waking on a sex farm. Definitely one of my favorite songs of all time there. Spinal Tap with Sex Farm, of course, very appropriate. Or maybe very inappropriate, depending on your political and religious views. But anyway, getting back to the point, and, and there is a little bit of a thing here, Ben, because we were just talking before about how our area where we broadcast is a little shady. Yeah. Some of the people walking around are a little bit kind of uh, strange and perhaps dangerous. So, Pi- Pi- Yeah, he came bearing gifts. Well, it's like an early Christmas gift, if you will. And uh, they're, they're like a little, um, I guess you call it like the police batons that extend. Yes, the you Billy know, Clubs. Billy Clubs, thank you. Uh, not as big as the you know police ones, but we do have definitely those. definitely strong enough to bash a human head open. Well, you know, sure. so if someone happens to get a little out of line, we gotta just be careful, folks, because you know. So uh, you've beaten a man with your fist. I have. Uh, <laughs> you know, and what would happen? I mean, you know, we have to protect ourselves. But these things are hardcore. I mean, look at them; they're just they're like <laughs> they're pretty hardcore. They're like you extend it out, and it's like imagine getting hit. I wish we had the I wish we had the webcams up and running, yeah, of course, but no, we don't. Not quite, quite yet. We don't have those. But yes, thank you, Pi, for the wonderful gift. Pi, while you were away, we're, we're talking about this yes. continued meeting. Uh, fear-mongering about how, yes, we are basically going to be attacked in this country one way or another in the next two to three to four years. They say definitely before 2014, which, hey, great, you know, that's I just can't wait. You know, let's just hit the VCRs and hit record now. Yeah. You never know. Um, and the, you know, maybe the greatest part about uh, this particular article, the newspaper quoted this, in our judgment, America's margin of safety is shrinking. 
not growing. So I mean, it's just it's it's amazing because you have the neocon, the right you know the right winger saying how great a job Bush has done now that he's out of office because we haven't been attacked yet. Yeah. And you have these yeah. articles still coming out about how we're so you know we're still so not safe from another attack, but it's just enough to make you crazy. But you know, basically, like I said, Ben, trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together, they're, they're going to amass this this new force of twenty thousand. I think it's going to be way more than that. I think we're going to hear numbers over eighty thousand when mm-hmm. it's said and done. Yeah. The Obama administration is basically you know they've talked about the civilian national task force but now we're hearing about I guess it's correct me if I'm wrong here, Ben, but it's like National Guards coming in, 20,000 uh, hired folks, uh, mm-hmm. military folk, military folks, yeah. to basically not even militia. No, military, um, totally destroying the Posse Comitatus Act, basically coming in here to militarize, to to now look over and do the job of maybe police in our country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's I guess, and they did talk specifically. Maybe I'll pull up the article. It's in response to a terror attack. Mm-hmm. So you know what, what Ben? I'm gonna I'm gonna try to pull it up and see you know because I want to make sure I know what the hell I'm talking about. But you're putting this together and then you're hearing about how we're gonna be attacked, mm-hmm. and it does seem like in the future we're gonna unfortunately have some rough times ahead. And you I know, hope you're kidding. No, but I mean you know be that as it may, the point of the entire story here, the argument, what we're talking about is that we know the government is behind all this. I mean it's open, it's it's yeah. right in front of your face. Well, let me I did I did pull up the Operation Northwoods document. Go ahead, yeah. Okay. I just did want to give people a little background. In information on what that is um, just to show them the shadiness of our government um, that they're willing to carry out terror attacks against their own people but this is something that they said in in a declassified document that's out there on the internet go look it up it's got the classified stamp on it and everything it's got the seal of approval Uh, they say we could blow up a u.s. ship i'm quoting here we could blow up a u.s. ship in guantanamo bay and blame cuba casualty lists in the u.s. papers would cause a helpful wave of national indignation Killing people. Mm-hmm. There seems to be no limit to their fanaticism. We could develop a communist Cuban terror campaign in the Miami area, in other Florida cities, and even in Washington. The terror campaign could be pointed at Cuban refugees seeking haven in the United States. Can you believe that? We could sink a boatload of Cubans en route to Florida, real or simulated. We could foster attempted on lives of Cuban refugees in the United States, even to the extent of wounding in instances to be widely publicized. Exploding a few bo- plastic bombs in carefully chosen spots, the arrest of Cuban agents, and the release of prepared documents. <laughs> Substantiating Cuban involvement also would be helpful in projecting the idea of an irresponsible government. The advantage can be taken, uh, I'll keep going here, advantage can be taken of the sensitivity of the Dominican Republic Air Force to intrusions within their national airspace. Cuban B-26 or C-46 type aircraft could make cane burning raids at night. Soviet bloc and DC incendiaries could be formed. This could be coupled with Cuban messages to the communist underground in the Dominican Republic and Cuban shipment of arms, which could be found or intercepted on the beach. Use of MIG-type aircraft by U.S. Uh, pilots could provide additional provocation. Yeah, I mean, this, this, but this is the definition. I mean, this is just one example, Ben. I mean, this is one of many examples of a plan that was written. Of up. plan, yeah. you know, but the government was going to do it, and I think they went operational with it uh, for the U.S. liberty. I thought that was kind of they used that. Operation Northwoods is part of the model, apparently. I think. Well, you- yeah, there's a lot of aspects in Operation Northwoods um, that that are that are very universal that can be switched throughout yeah. different types of plans. And, and 9/11, a lot of people. These are theories. Yeah, they look at 9/11 as uh, they look at Operation Northwoods in regards to 9/11 as a possible plan uh, for yeah. 9/11 because they talk about sinking, you know, or they talk about flying aircrafts right. and, and this and that. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, just just very. It, it never ends. The the 
deceit and the, the lies. But yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, it's don't be sorry. I mean, I don't want to get into. I mean, you know, look, folks, you know, go out there, rent TerraStorm, or buy or download TerraStorm. Do what you got to do. They, they, they pretty much, you know, Alex Jones documents so many of these issues and so many of the events in history that uh, much better than I'm doing right now. But yeah, yeah, but you know what? People people think he's a crazy man, no matter how sane he is. They just need to go and look at the actual North. Well, no, but, but that's what I'm saying. Know? No, that's my point. I, I don't whether you like him or not. That's not what I was trying to say. I mean, I, I'm, I know I'm, that. I'm promoting his, his movie. Granted, but I'm totally. saying look at the you know watch the first 30 to 40 minutes of that film, and then yeah, do your own research. Look at the uh, USS Liberty. Look at Operation Ajax. Look look at Operation Northwoods. Uh, you look at the overthrow of Mossadegh in '53. You know, look at mm-hmm. all these things that, that were done by the CIA and MI6. These are government-sponsored terrorism events. I mean, it, there's no other way to define it. But anyway, uh, we're. Well, they on. say it right there. They say the word terrorism I mean, in right their own there. documents. It's yeah. right there. I mean, you know. Holy crap! And it sucks, man. And I, and I, you know, it breaks my heart when I try to tell people these things, and they're like, "You're a yeah, yeah, crazy. You're just, a, you're a little uh, radical. You want to, you want to get balls Federal Reserve." You know, and I guess no better example um, in my life that I could see uh, of a population basically loving their slavery, loving the fact that over a quarter of your income goes to an organization that basically has the uh, ability to print up your money, and you don't see any of that money. That money's not going back into the economy, or doesn't help uh, you know build the roads, like yeah. I've heard from some people. Oh yes, it goes to education and the police. Yeah, sure. No. Uh, now no. you, you pay tax on that separately, folks, and your gas tax goes to the roads. But uh, it, it's just the stupidity uh, is rampant, and it's. I think I think it ultimately, Ben, it's not so much stupidity. I think it's ignorance, but it's ignorance, but it's willful ignorance. At, yes, at, at exactly. A level too, because you're talking about the way you talked about how people love their slavery. I mean, to Harriet Tubman herself, when 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 they literally were chaining black people up, whipping them in the fields, making them the work. I don't know. I don't know what more overt type of slavery there is. Right. Even when they were doing that, she had said, I freed a thousand slaves and I could have freed a thousand more if they had only known they were slaves. That's what it is. And yeah. that's and, and that's exactly what it is. Or or if they chose to understand that they were slaves. You know it's 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 crazy. So it, it is. And what's even sadder about it, Ben, you know, you read through history and you're and you, you know, at least during school I was I was thinking to myself when I was paying attention one out of every ten times when they were talking about things like, whoa, you know, wow, how could a population ever let that happen? How could people have ever let that happen to themselves because i mean i guess i'm just a born rebel this whole thing but yeah yeah i mean it's sad because it's happening to us in our own country again uh-huh. i mean you know you figure we, we'd hope to be a little bit more smart that and there are a lot these of, days there are a no. lot of different types of slavery too and, oh, the, and yeah. one of the ones that you brought up was was the federal reserve and there's financial slavery just as easily mental and, slavery and financial slavery are you know perhaps even even worse because yeah again you can it's hard to find an enemy that you do not acknowledge exists so i mean you know we're, we're, we're way off in a tangent we're way off in space but ben let's bring it back and let's talk. Let's get right into this Rove article uh, because this is uh, an example. Oh, we got a little break coming up. But when we get back, folks, call Rove article. Ben, why don't you tease it? Go ahead. Yeah, after 9-11, Rose pressured the entertainment industry to, quote, unquote, produce propaganda. We'll talk about it when we get back. Animalfarmshow.com is the website. Stay tuned. Oh, no. We're all doomed. There are many types of storable foods, but how about a superfood that contains every nutrient that the human body needs for survival? 50% protein, 300 milligrams of potassium per ounce, and calcium and magnesium for your heart and bones, with many more nutrients found in this incredible food source that the government does not want you to have. 
This product is available in powder, seeds, and oil, and is shipped free to your door in the U.S. This product is illegal to grow in the U.S., but is legal to import. Don't waste time thinking about storing food. Plan ahead and prepare for yourself and your family now, and be in control of your destiny. You can save and invest your money, but in the end, food will be your greatest asset. Remember what the Word of God says in Ezekiel 7:19. Call 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Remember, food will be your greatest asset. Call 908-691-2608. This product does not contain THC. Call 908-691-2608 today. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists, the Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just 2 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just $2 or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon holes for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in rural financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts & Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts & Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. No rules. No taboo topics. No fear of doom. We are Freedom Underground Radio. This is the article that we were talking about. Yes. Uh, the big one that we filmed in, uh, up here. Think progress. Um, and uh, this actually really came out of the New York Times, and a lot of stuff really breaks out of the New York Times ultimately, but um, I guess Think Progress kind of digested this and, and spit it out in an easier-to-understand way with a more accurate headline. After 9-11, Rove pressured the entertainment industry to produce propaganda and I'm going to read this right here. It's, it's only a, a, two or three paragraphs, do, but it's very, very powerful. Uh, the New York Times reported today that shortly after 9-11, the White House met several times with, quote, a delegation of high-level media executives, including the heads of every major studio, 
every major studio in order to discuss, quote, how the entertainment industry could play a part in improving the image of the United States overseas. Carl Rove attended at least one of the meetings. One of the participants in the meetings, former RIAA chairwoman, chairwoman Hillary Rosen, said Rove put pressure on them to produce propaganda. Hillary Rosen, the former chairwoman of the Record Industry Association of America, who was also president at the, uh, president at the post-9-11 meeting, said that Mr. Rove and other White House officials were looking for the kind of support Hollywood gave the United States during World War II. They wanted the music industry, the movie industry, the TV industry to produce propaganda, she said. Rove was putting a lot of pressure on us. Right. It's so, well, I mean, I, I don't, I've never watched an episode of 24. Not because I don't, you know, not because I'm protesting. I just really don't watch that much TV and I never really got around to it. But didn't that show come out after 9-11? Absolutely, yep. Um, and uh, and, and yes. I mean, that show, in my opinion, man, in my conspiracy theory, and this is a conspiracy theory, man, I think that show is straight out of the Pentagon. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I mean, I think there, there are military men in the Pentagon writing the freaking stories for that show. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, you could also go back to when, the, you know, the Pentagon was caught with their message force multipliers. Yes. Uh, you know, basically, I mean, exactly. you know, look, it's one thing, you look through history, and it, it, it's harder to find through history because the information flow was much different without the internet, but it's hard to find governments coming out and say, well, yep, we got caught with our pants down, ha <laughs> yeah. and they go back to bed. But, I mean, we have so many examples, and never mind the government response to terrorism, just the government and the media admitting, having to admit that, yes, we are basically tailoring our programming to scare you. We are creating propaganda, organic propaganda, for whatever reason, and as a result of any event. Uh, this is happening right now. I mean, you, and you try to, you know, it's amazing. Growing up, your mom used to always say, don't watch too much TV, it fries your brain. And I was like, you're crazy. You're out of your friggin' mind. Yeah. Video games. No, video games now, granted, <laughs> I've, I've definitely watched my share of TV, and I've certainly still played video games religiously. It's just one of my things. But, uh, yeah, it's actually true uh, if you can't kind of you know, step out of the TV. If you can't, if you get you know, surrounded by, it, yes, it does fry your brain to the to the, to the uh, degree that you you just cannot function without it. And and, and you know, the network quote. Uh, there's a whole generation of people, if I can somehow quote it, that he's saying on on, on the big speech. There's a whole generation of people out there. I don't know anything that didn't come out of this TV. In other words, there's a whole generation of people that all they know. Yeah. Is what they've seen on TV, and I have friends like this, Ben. I have very good, very close friends that all they know is what this damn television uh, spits out at them day in, day out. And Absolutely. and not only that, not only is it just their source of everything. I mean, even if they you know do watch the news, but on top of it, it is this dependency on television. And you see this from coworkers, you see this from friends and family. How most people they come home from work, they cook something up, and it's just four, five, six hours in front of this t television. Yep. Um, and anybody that wants to get into politics whatsoever has to go towards the major news channels because, you know, that's the first avenue of understanding what politics is. They go, oh, my goodness, well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of interested in politics. We just got bombed on 9-11, and let me just check out uh, what's happening on the news. They go to the major media news sections, and those those uh, news places, which are completely owned by the military-industrial complex, which <laughs> essentially most of their board members are on the same board members that are selling weapons in there. So, so there's no question as to why they're fronting war and why they're pushing war in our faces constantly all the time. I mean, we all know that they want 
us to kill each other essentially so that they can make a ton of money. They think there are too many people in the world anyways. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess depopulation is, is certainly a theory. I've read a little bit about it. I mean, I, you know, ultimately, they want to make money is, is, is my Yeah, but there's got to be something more. It, you know? There's got to be something. Then these people have all the money you could ever want as a human being but walking here's on the, planet Earth. The, there's got to be something more than money. The top, in the, the top of the top, yes, you're absolutely right. Those are the people that have the banks that print the money, but the major shareholders on in major news order organizations and even the wolf glitchers out there with with you know their okay five ten million dollar houses still want more money. They no, still I mean, want yeah. a couple more million, so they are going to push yeah. the they are going to push the war agenda a little bit further so that they can so that their you know stocks go up. A great 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 movie to watch, and that, I know that sounds absolutely crazy uh, to the average person out there, but a great movie to watch is Why We Fight. Yes, that is an excellent excellent movie that shows you. Just a circus type of carnival yes. uh, that the weapons industry is in the United States, and how they have trade shows out there, and uh, I mean, it's just nuts, man. Yeah, I think I think after you know, make some popcorn, you watch that film, and I think afterwards, I think it'd be good to wrap it up with Outfoxed, which I think will wrap up a little bit more by the media side yeah. and how that. Yes, I mean, look, folks. Um, these organizations have, yeah, they have an agenda. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, most people can't even admit that much. But just kind of moving on here, and it's, this was not planned, but I did find this article uh, that states media bombardment is linked to ill effects during childhood. And this can open up a whole other can of worms within the can we're already in. Uh, in a detailed look at nearly 30 years of research on how television, music, movies, and other media affect the lives of children and adolescents, a new study released today found an array of negative health effects linked to to greater use. I'm not sure if I would buy the music part of it. I can't imagine. I mean, unless you really listen to music that is extremely violent and you pick it up that way. But yes, um, well, I'll, I'll read their report. The report found strong connections between media exposure and problems of childhood obesity and tobacco use. <laughs> Nearly as strong was the link to early sexual behavior. Uh, this is interesting. I mean, I, there's too many different facets of where we're going here. I, I don't know why you'd link obesity to tobacco use. I mean, I'll get into the other article that I have where one in five now, they found one in five people, they did a study of like 17 to 21 year olds and they found out one in five have mental disorders. Yeah. But keep in mind now, to them, a mental disorder is tobacco use. I, I, I'm not kidding. I want to use the other word. Researchers from the National Institutes of Health and Yale University said they were, they were surprised that so many studies pointed in the same direction. In all, 173 research uh, efforts going back to 1980 were analyzed, rated, and brought together in what the researchers said was the first comprehensive view of the topic. About 80% of the studies showed a link between negative health outcome and media hours or content. I have to imagine that this is mostly talking about television, especially mm -hmm. when you talk about obesity. It's hard, you know, most people don't exercise while they're watching the news. Uh, we need to factor that in as we consider, uh, we need to, well, I'll try it again, we need to factor that in as we consider our social, social policies and as parents, think about how they raise their kids, said lead researcher Ezekiel J. Emanuel, director of the Department of Bioethics at the National Institute of Health which took place on the project with the nonprofit organization Common Sense Media. We tend not to think of this as a health issue, and it is a health issue. So you can check this more out. I did, I think, I delicious this, if you will. It's uh, out of Washington Post. 
dot com. But um, I'll, I'll delicious also this one right now. One in five young Americans have I think, personality disorder. So. <laughs> no, no, that that's a different article. Oh, that's okay. no, that that that, that gotcha. one was about the media growing up and how it has ill effects. And I wanted to tie that in because we were talking basically about that. I mean, yeah. you're, you fry your brain when you're growing up watching television. And I, I, I didn't I, I didn't see too much about the flicker rate. I know the flicker rate has been a huge topic, uh, kind of under the scene here. Uh-huh. I didn't read about that. I, I don't know if it talks about that, but I, I will look into it. But yes, now this is just amazing. And I have a video that I I was gonna play, but the doctor they talked to has this really awful accent, and it's almost useless at a Fox News. Uh, but yes, now <laughs> you folks here and check this is brilliant. One in five young adults has personality disorder, a study finds. <laughs> Almost one in five young American adults has a personality disorder that interferes with everyday life. Keeping in mind, try to along this article, try to define what a personality disorder does. And even more abuse, uh, abuse alcohol or drugs, researchers reported Monday in the most extensive study of its kind. The disorders include problems such as obsessive or compulsive tendencies and antisocial behavior that can sometimes lead to violence. The study also found that fewer than 25% of college-aged Americans with mental problems get treatment. One expert said personal, personality disorders may be overdiagnosed, but Others said the results were yeah, not. Su- yeah, really. Uh, others said the results were not surprising, since previous less rigorous evidence has suggested mental problems are common among uh, college campuses and elsewhere. So, I mean, before I go on, it's you know, again, look at look at how big pharma. Look what, what they're doing today with just anything, any single possible disease. Yeah. I'm not saying massive diseases. I mean saying your legs are restless at night, take a pill. Yeah. Your your eyelashes are hurting, take a pill. Well, I think that's you're losing hair. You, you're, <laughs> your, your genitalia is not as big as you like it to be. Everything <laughs> yeah. has a friggin' drug. But go ahead, Ben. But that's what, that's, that, that really seems to be the word of the day. Man. I wish we had one of those Pee Wee Herman uh, sound clips things where, you know how they used to have the word of the day? Oh, the, yeah! The bells would, maybe we should do that for the show. Have a word of the day or something. I'll tell you, this this uh, might be, this might be, a, it's but the word of the yeah. day. Yeah. I'm trying to use that Overdiagnose is is gotta be the word of the day, man. Well, because because everything in this freaking country is diagnosed to to death, man. Personality types, you know, like you said, restless leg syndrome. You know, the type of people that drugs you know, and alcohol. Asians are bad drivers and good at math. <laughs> I mean, just everything is categorized and and over. Over um, this, um, I don't like Chinese people. There's more to this than what I just read, though, man. And this is where I think it gets really interesting. Now, first of all, try, folks, try to remember when you were 19, 20, 21, 22, and all the way to 25. I mean, those are very challenging times. Most people are in college, and yeah, most people experiment with drugs when they're in college. Most people are either overly social or antisocial. It's a new medium. There you go, Pius. Thank you yeah. very much. So, just, I mean, okay, we got a break coming up. But I have a lot more on this topic, and this is the shortest break of the show so stay tuned folks um the study was conducted in 2001 and 2002 think about mental disorders during those time periods 2001 9-11 we'll get back stay tuned
believe there are forces that don't want you to hear Freedom Underground Radio? We are forward-thinking individuals, pioneers of new media and digital space. FU Radio represents truth without fear. We are always finding new and unique ways to inform people. You can help. Visit our donations page and keep Freedom Underground Radio the pulse of new media. television sets. Turn them off now. Turn them off right now. Turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of the sentence I'm speaking to you now. Turn them off. Yeah, how appropriate, folks. Turn off the goddamn TVs. My God. I mean, it, it just, it's out of control. Sorry to use the Lord's name in vain, folks, for you Christians. Um, I, I just get a little annoyed sometimes. But yes, we are talking about you know, all these things, I mean, so much. We went from blah, blah, blah to propaganda to mind control, and now we're kind of still in the media mind control thing. And now, I mean, we're talking about this new study now that one in five young adults has personality disorder. Now, the first point of this article, it just blows me away, is the age group they decided to study and the time period that they chose to study it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, 19 to 25, folks, basically, my little theory here is you, you, know, you basically become a completely different person from day one in college to day whatever, to the fourth year or the eighth year, however long it takes you to pass those amazing courses there. But, I mean, you know, so much happens. In, never mind the partying. Never mind the, the drama and all the stuff you deal with during college. I mean, it, just the fact that of the experience itself, it makes you a different person. So I, I don't oh, yeah. think it's very accurate to basically take any, uh, unless you're specifically looking for drug use, alcohol use, how it differs. Don't, don't study 19-year-olds and 21-year-olds. I mean, these people are, are just finding out what it's like to get out of the womb, so to speak, for God's sakes. And then what's even worse is you know, you're talking about this study being done for personality disorder. They did it in 2001 and 2002. And I, folks, 9/11 happened in September of 2001. Uh, that this is the time period they did it in. And you remember, like me, uh, Ben, the commercials on television. You still can't get over 9/11. Oh yeah. Call us right now. One eight hundred two six. You know, it, it was traumatic. It was oh, dude, traumatic they, for everybody and certain people. I'm sorry. They made Spider-Man change the trailer of the first Spider-Man movie course, because he and had a web and between. So. And between, right. Yes, because he had a web between the twin yeah, towers. You know, George Carlin had to change his whole show. He was doing a show and he was joking about terrorism. This was before 9/11. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, media did change because of it. But the point is that, folks, we were all stressed out. We were all under. You know. And maybe certain people didn't believe the story, but either way, 
it affected us. It affected everybody in different ways. And certain people, probably even still to this day, have not really gotten over those images. I can only imagine if you were in the city, God forbid, if you were in the building and you got out. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, and it's, it comes in different forms. So whatever, ranting, ranting, ranting. But the bottom line is that 5,000 people they interviewed was between 2001 and 2002. So, yeah, maybe alcohol use was a little bit more rampant during those days. Maybe someone smoked an extra joint. Maybe, yeah, maybe someone went to the pub a couple extra times. Maybe they bought some more wine. Maybe they had to smoke cigarettes because it relieves stress and anxiety. People cope oh, with dude, life I, with these things. I smoked, I smoked uh, when 2001 happened, and I freaking went immediately outside and smoked a cigarette and started pacing frantically, saying, holy crap, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go to war. I'm going to have to be one of those World War II veterans with, yeah. uh, with an arm blown off, and I'm going to be telling stories to my kids. Like, so, <laughs> My entire life flashed before my eyes. Stressed the hell out of me uh, being a young person and seeing something like that happen. You're like, holy crap, this freaking country is going to send me to war. Yeah, and, you know, and uh, like I said, we all reacted differently, but ultimately, Ultimately, we all felt upset. We were sad. We were angry. And people are still to this day think that, you know, oh, they still want to go to war. Because, you know, some people are still kind of, uh, you know, have not done the research and they still think it was the same story as it was back then. But, you know, uh, so there's the problem with the study that I have. Wrong time period and certainly not the age group you want to do. If you're looking for mental disorders, let's look at 30-year-olds. Let's look at 28-year-olds. Let's look at people who have kind of leveled off in their life and maybe they have a little bit more of a grasp. Let's see where people are at after they get through the college years. Because, <laughs> folks, you know, remember back to college. We've all, we all did a, some crazy stuff in college. You know, we all did some nutty things. But Yeah, and, even, and by the way, the Associated Press puts this out. And and I, I personally believe the Associated Press has a personality disorder. They actually, you know, the, <laughs> well, when we talk the about stories, the media, of course. They, they start, they, you know, only cover certain type of stories, and they're just, they seem to be very close-minded individuals in what they report. So, uh, you that's know, that's a fact. Sounds to me that's like a, a personality disorder, if you ask me. Yeah. yeah, and what's even worse? I mean, what makes matters even worse is that. Um, they, I mean, how do you classify these disorders? I mean, they're talking about anything that basically, you know, they're, they're diagnosing mental illness. They're saying anything that interferes with daily life. I mean, folks, look, if you smoke two or three cigarettes a day, you do not have a mental disorder. If you drink two glasses of wine a day, Jesus, I mean, it's good for you. It's it's physically healthy to do so. It cannot be a mental disorder. And And frankly, I think everybody should have one thing, one habit, if you will, that they can control at least, that kind of gets them away. I mean, we all, you know, we all deal with stress in different ways, but yeah. whatever. The, the way they're classifying this mental disorder is just complete BS. And this to me, man, and why, why do I make a big deal about this? Why am I getting angry? Because this is the stuff that fuels Big Pharma, because now three more medications are going to come out to deal with mental disorder, and all these poor, these poor kids in these schools today, as bad as the education system is, the poor bastards kids in school have to deal with over-medication from their teachers, yeah. their parents are over-medicating them, I mean, these kids don't even have a chance, you know, people get crazy about pro-life because oh give them a chance to live yeah but you're drugging them in schools for god's sakes mm-hmm. you know it's it's amazing we just treat our kids like uh, cattle but th- this is why i get crazy and this is also gonna, a huge thing yeah it's a huge thing and it's also going to give credence to the to the drug nuts out there that really just want to shove Drugs down everybody's throats, and they're going to look to this study study and say, hey, you know, uh, one in five young Americans has a personality disorder. Uh, uh, Imagine what it's going to be like in in 30 years from now when these people have kids. Oh, my gosh, we have to drug everybody. Mm -hmm. And and, and they will get away with doing that. So, yeah, it does does fuel the pharmaceutical industry. Oh, completely, which is already out of control, completely out of control. And and totally illegal, by the way. And we've reported stuff on that. But it also fears that it, it it, it also bolsters the fear in 
industry because there is an industry on fear and making people afraid of one another. You know, I don't like to study one in five young Americans as personality disorder. If I were just an average American, didn't know better, reading this, I'd be like, holy crap, I'm scared to leave my freaking house. The, the title itself tells you how deceptive it is. Yeah. One in, what does it say? One in five Americans? One in five young Americans. Young Americans. Okay. They should say one in five young Americans who are from 19 to 20, whatever it was, 24, uh, during the 2001, 2002 years in America have person. This is, this is a six, seven year old study. Mm-hmm. You don't think anything's changed in the meantime, especially with what we talk about? Um, it, it's just, it's unbelievable. And like I said, I mean, the big farm industry, I don't have to tell you, but it's it's completely it's gone haywire. Okay, there's a friggin' drug for everything, and it's nuts. Then you it's can't for all of you. You can't you can't call anything natural a cure because it's illegal to do so. Mm-hmm. And you can't even you can't even have hemp because it's illegal. I mean, the the medical industrial complex perhaps is the biggest threat right now to it is the biggest threat to health in this country, no question. Yeah. But mental health, we talk about how media convinces you to think that these these radical Islamic people are just going to blow the whole world up, and you have to do everything the government says to fuel. The war against these people, but guess what, Ben? They got people convinced that they have mental disorders. How many people come up to you and say, "Oh yeah, I have Tourette's. Oh yeah, I have uh, you know uh, obsessive compulsive disorder." Over Folks, I have ADD, you know, I have bipolar. Blah, blah. Every single person walking in this friggin' oh, country has some thing that makes them abnormal. Yeah, maybe they wash their hands three times. I'm not talking about the. It's ex- called diversity. I'm it's not, called- yeah. Humans being different. Yeah, I'm not talking about the, the extreme cases, the people who cannot be in a public setting without freaking out. Yeah. I'm talking about everyday people. Okay, and everybody can be classified with some disease today that basically has a medicate, a medication or a pharmaceutical drug that can somehow cure them. So they got people convinced not only that we're under attack all the time, but basically you have a mental disorder. Hold on. You need to pray for the good Lord, protect America. Animal Farm Radio Show. Hi, as you can tell, I'm not drinking beer tonight. Usually calms me down, believe it or not. But I am getting fired up here, Ben, because you have a disorder. I do. I have many disorders. I mean, I can only imagine if you drink alcohol. Yes. How often? At least four times a week. You drink to get drunk. No, I drink to get sober. Well, of course I drink to get drunk. Who doesn't drink to get drunk? Don't you love that question? Oh, I'm gonna stop. Uh, no, because it tastes good. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> it, it does. I love the taste of beer. But what kind of question is that? No, I go into a pub to uh, you know sit in the corner and do crossword puzzles. You jackass! America's child soldiers, keeping on the children here. America's child soldiers, U.S. military recruiting children to serve in the armed forces. This is more brilliance here. In violation of its pledge to the United Nations not to recruit children into the military, the Pentagon regularly targets children under 17, the American Civil Liberties Union, or ACLU, says. The Pentagon heavily recruits on high school campuses, targeting students for recruitment as early as possible and generally without limits on the age of students that they contact. Of course, this makes sense because most people 16, 
and they don't really know all that much, and they're easily influenced uh, by. Uh, they have personality disorders. Yeah, well, of course. We all we should we we all need to be put in cages and medicated. This you is have no right to make people crazy. Amen, Richard Dreyfus. There, great movie. Uh, this is in violation of the U.S. Senate's 2002 ratification of the optional protocol to the U.N. Convention on the Rights of a Child of the Child. I should say. Pentagon recruiters are enrolling children as young as 14 years old in the Junior Reserve Officer Training Corps, or JROTC, in 3,000 middle, junior, and high schools nationwide, causing about 45% of the quarter of a million students so enrolled to enlist, a rate much higher than the general student population. Clearly, this wow. is the outcome of underage exposure, and I would also add to it, it's, it's the, also the result of recruitment levels being at all-time lows because people are not buying the, the BS, and they also see what's going on to the veterans, and we'll get to the post-traumatic stress disorder article I have later on. In some cities, such as Los Angeles, high school administrators have been enrolling reluctant students involuntarily in JROTCs as, the, as an alternative to overcrowded gym classes, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make it up. In Lincoln High School, enrollees were not told JROTC was involuntary. In Buffalo, New York, the entire incoming freshman class at Hutchinson Central Technical High School, average age of 14, was involuntary in, involuntarily enrolled. In JROTC. No way. Imagine, just, you're a parent, Ben. Just imagine this is your daughter. Nice. In Chicago, graduating, graduating eighth graders, average age of 13, are allowed to join any of 45 JROTC programs. Um, I'll stop there because... I'm what not... in God's name is going on here? Yeah, I mean, this is Sherwood Ross wrote this global research. Uh, that CA is, is a phenomenal site. I recommend it. I did... Uh, bookmark this. This is on AnimalFarmShow.com, folks. And we'll, we'll do the promotion and all that stuff later. But I mean, just imagine um, this. You know, and this is once again. I, I'm trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together. Could this also be increasing or more prevalent now that we need our little civilian national spy? I mean, task force yeah. for America now. I mean, this is seems like this is what's going on. And, and especially think about what people do in bad times economically. They take almost any job they can get. So. Wow, I mean, yeah, you're absolutely. seeing the merger here. You're seeing a lot of things starting to construct themselves and to come into to be. I mean, you yeah. know, now we're seeing a lot of things and the total infrastructure for tyranny. I mean, it's it's a libertarian's nightmare. I mean, I I, I don't know how. I, thank God I grew up when I did, man, because you have these poor kids. They they're drugged until they're 14, and then they go to these schools where they're involuntarily enrolled in these programs to be a soldier. I mean. It's bad enough. It's hard to decide what you want to do after college. I mean, these kids have it way worse growing up now. And, and then we talked about the media and how you know how the effects of TV, which is parents, every parent's dream. Oh yeah, go go watch TV. Um, I just if can't. Those aren't signs of the apocalypse. I don't know what is. I just can't imagine in my head, uh, thirty years, you know, twenty, thirty years down the line, what are. You know what are thirty-year-olds going to look like thirty years from now? I mean, after all what we talk about growing up and drugs and medication, and you have this disorder, you have that disorder, you need this medication, you should be here, go in this, go there, get enrolled in this program, go fight. Uh, The brain is just under attack. Maybe I'm making too big of a deal out of it. I don't know. I guess that's the question, man. I mean, do you? What is what is going to be the result of that? I know we're we're a lot of us are retarded right now. As is because well, we can't yeah. see the blatant <laughs> corruption and the and the craft that's yourself. In our... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But no, I mean, it, I I it's didn't. Like we're all retarded. I, now. Didn't... <laughs> I didn't Brilliant. see it for the longest time. I read it after 9/11. I was like, let's go kill some towel heads. I, I almost saying? enrolled. I swear, I, I I had the paper. I was there. I think I still yeah, may have the paper. But the fact is that you can break out of it. 
And I wonder how many wow. of these kids in, in 20, 30 years, even though they're medicated, even though they're brainwashed uh, by all these schools, and even though you know the mainstream media is out there uh, front for the war on terror, I wonder if if people are still going to be waking up. And I hope that they are. I really, really hope they have to, that they are, man. Hopefully we'll be like uh, 50 years old. We'll still be on the radio uh, in the same spots. I don't know, man. I don't know. And we'll just be it. trying to preach to these young kids uh, and, and telling them what's what's going on in the history of corruption in this country and how we're uh, right? just totally nuts. Yeah, I mean, but this again, this is yet another, Stop being a this is yet another program funded and fueled and driven and done by the Pentagon, by the effing Pentagon, uh, you know, which obviously so much drama surrounds that organization in and of itself with the trillion, $3 trillion plus missing, missing from the Pentagon. Yeah. Um, it, it's mind-boggling. And, yeah, I mean, I guess preaching to the choir is what we do on a daily basis Why here. Why was there no wreckage outside of the Pentagon? Yeah, good question there, Jesse. And, and I got about 300 other questions that need to be answered, but we won't get on that. We, are, we will have a September 11th show, and I know we have to get Burmy. The, the quintessential Burmy, Burmese on, uh, which I actually did, Ben. I, I did actually, just getting off the topic for a second, I, I watched uh, Fabled Enemies for the first time last night. Oh, good. Hadn't gotten around to it. Uh, and, folks, my goodness, uh, I would recommend anybody. What a shady crap, huh? <laughs> it's, you know what it is? It's just it's the perfect uh, answer to any other film regarding questions about 9-11. Now, I'm not just saying not just the loose changes of the world. I'm saying any questions. You know, mm-hmm. it, just, it, it, goes, wow. it goes further, and it goes behind and forth and backwards and forwards and really does kind of wrap things up. But uh, we'll talk about that. When we get back, folks, I want to also jump into this Gulf War Syndrome. Now, conclusion is now it is physical, not mental, so they can't uh, well, hopefully they can't uh, withhold benefits anymore. But we'll get to that out of AmericaFreePress.net. Stay tuned, folks. Animal Farm Today, we become the enemy. Storable food. Storable food. HempUSA.org has an inexpensive, nutritionally dense, high-frequency food. Hemp, known around the world, will boost your immune system and increase energy levels. Detoxifies the body and reduces junk food cravings. Burns fat and builds muscle and is easy to digest, non-allergenic, and gluten-free. Can be made into smoothies, breads, muffins, pancakes, cookies, you name it. The entire planet should make this a staple food in their diet. The seeds will scrape the colon wall. The powder will feed the body vital minerals. And the oil will clean the arterial walls and feed the brain. Try our powder, seeds, and oil today. Call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org. That's 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. Remember, vacuum packaging this food will have at least a five-year shelf life stored in a cool, dark, dry place. Holidays are coming, and this would make a perfect gift for friends and family. Call today, 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. And remember, let your food be your medicine, and your medicine be your food. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. 
That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED with its rechargeable lighting system can be used as a night light or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Online, all the time. Your gateway to the world. Freedom Underground Radio. I encourage you to refer to this program frequently. Freedom Underground Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are indeed listening to the one, the only, the Animal Farm Radio Show here on the WFU Radio Network. WFUR or FU or go FU, I don't know. Uh, we uh, teased you on the way into that break. We've covered a lot of information tonight, folks, and I'm, I'm like having a friggin' aneurysm because I'm just getting all crazy and I'm just I'm getting real pissed off with the obvious corruption everywhere and the just the the obvious mind control, the admitted mind control. But uh, we we do like to talk about veterans here, and unfortunately our phone lines are still not working, and I, I you know we miss the, the Jeffrey from Kentucky and so many of the other great veterans that used to uh, just really fill this show with information and, and and viable and incredible information at that because they're the ones who are serving, not us. We're not doing really much of anything except for sitting here and talking. But anyway, uh, this is more uh, that I wanted to cover, and there is a video that goes with this. It's like an interview. I won't play the video. It's about 8 minutes and 50 seconds, so you can check it out. It's out of AmericanFreePress.net. Once again, AnimalFarmShow.com. It should be on there as long as our delicious thing is working. Gulf War syndrome is physical, not mental, says official study. But just keep in mind, this is is an official study, because this is what they've been doing to these veterans for a long time. They said, oh, your disease disease is not classifiable. This whole thing is psychological. (laughs) Exactly. While depleted uranium, or DU, is acknowledged as one of about 12 ingredients in the toxic soup that made veterans sick in the first Gulf War nearly 18 years ago, two different ingredients are considered by researchers to be the primary causes of Gulf War illness. Or GWI. This is a major. Uh, this is a major, if debatable, conclusion included in a highly anticipated report released by the Research Advisory Committee on Gulf War Veterans Illnesses. The report, released November 17th in Washington, in, uh, instead identifies PB pills. I've never even heard of this. I'm sorry, PB pills and various insecticides as the main culprits behind GWI. I'll try to use another word: peridios. Stigmine, bromide, or PB. So yeah, peridiostigmine bromide. That's what PB is. These pills were ingested by soldiers on a daily basis 
as required to guard against chemical weapons attacks. The insecticides were used against fleas, mosquitoes, and other pests in the unforgiving desert environment, oh, where en enormous sandstorms transporting ultrafine sand also transport chemical weapon and pesticide residues. DU fallout and other toxins over vast distances. So yeah, we've, we've heard about DU traveling all over the, the world, really, not just in just the desert. We, we've even uh, there's even it's even measurable here in the states because of what we've done. Yeah. Um, which is disgusting. Which it's absolutely, I mean, that alone, the people yeah. responsible should be tried for war crimes and uh, immediately. I mean, I don't know what to do, but uh, yes. notably, PB pills are still available but not widely used in the current deployments, and many of the insecticides have been changed. <laughs> to what? According to a committee member, Dr. Leah Steele, uh, a number of current and retired soldiers still strongly believe that DU, a radiological weapons component, caused major health problems in the first Gulf War, and that is, and that it still does. Okay, my brother's freaking out. Uh, that it still does so due to its con constant use with minimal handling and cleanup regulations applied in all major battles threatened. Um, theaters, my, my bad, in all major battle theaters over the last couple of decades. DU's known dangers lie in its radioactive fallout when it is aerosolized, aerosolized, or fragmented upon detonation, struggling here. But the committee remembers said during repeated questioning by AFP that DU was not scientifically established in the report as a major DW, a GWI cause. So uh, it goes on, it goes on. This is a long article. Check it out for yourself. But um, yeah, I mean, now we're learning about a new Toxin PB, which I won't try to announce again at this point. Um, but you know, there's that. There's depleted uranium, and of course, we have uh, Beyond Treason, which is a very grotesque and very eye-opening documentary. Just another example of things we're not being told at all. I mean, that's one topic that never gets coverage in the mainstream media. Yeah. I don't think it ever has. Never at all. Never and, uh, at all. For all the people out there that support the troops, uh, will yeah, never support ever the troops. Yeah, that that yeah. massive uh, criminal enterprise. You know. That's out there that, yeah. you know, that, that they use their weapons to, to kill people, but for completely forget about the depleted uranium that's yeah. attached to it. Um, that just kills our troops totally. Yeah, I, I don't, it doesn't even, in this article, it doesn't even tell you how no long value. it lasts. Something ridiculous like 6.5 million or billion years. I mean, DEU never really has a half life of that long. So, mm -hmm. you know, and we after that amount of time, it's half gone. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. it never really goes away and it never will go away. Earth will basically always have it because of, you know, because we have to, it's a munition that apparently really does a lot of destruction physically. It, it goes through bunkers, this whole thing. Mm -hmm. But of course, we have to use it. But no, that doesn't get coverage because you can't defend against that. You can't use terrorism as an excuse for uh, killing thousands and infested and really infecting a lot of people and, and destroying babies. That's killed babies because babies come out of the womb with, uh, well, I won't tell you, but yeah, go watch uh, Beyond Trees and don't eat. Uh, yeah. it's, it's horrific. It's absolutely inhumane and you will feel sick afterwards and uh, that's why every you, time... Yeah, if you don't want to watch Beyond Trees but you want to see the disgustingness that we're talking about, just go to YouTube. Go to Google, type in depleted uranium oh, babies, yeah. and uh, you'll see the most horrendous yeah. crap. It's, that, real, it's uh, real nice. And yeah. then ho hopefully all the people out there that just hate Arabs and just want to kill everybody, they'll really love those videos. So yeah, go check them out and send them to your friends and do what I do whenever I get these mindless, meaningless emails about, oh, you got to support the troops, which they really mean support the war because they just love war mm -hmm. and they still have to hold on to their elephant red, you know, Republican stupid nonsense. Yeah. Uh, I always retort to these emails and, and respond by sending them a clip or perhaps the whole movie beyond treason and I say well um, you know 
yeah, go support the troops, but first find out what the troops are up against right now and, and get your head out of your ass because, frankly, uh, you're just turning a blind eye. The, the magnets on your car are not going to help you, and that's not really convincing anybody that you're doing anything. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, more more for the uh, – yeah, you know, we've talked about this all the time. This just gets crazy and out of control. But, uh, yeah, it, it's it's crazy. It's nuts. And, you know, check it out. Once again, AmericanFreePress.net is where this article – where I found this. Are there this. things that make you angry? Plenty of things make me angry, uh, and i got a lot more in front of me, so we have a long way to go. <laughs> I'm glad we still have at least half an hour, Ben. But Just to let people know, though, if they do want to check out uh, Beyond Treason, that uh, the movie by William Lewis, they can go to the website, uh, animalfarmshow.com. There's a Washington You're Fired banner down there. Another you, great movie. Yeah, another great movie. You click on that banner, and uh, that'll take us to, to they'll take you to our page on um, on William Lewis's site. Um, and you could check out Fire. Beyond Treason, Beyond Treason from there um, and just see the horrendousness uh, of, of depleted uranium. Yeah, and uh, you know, here's what I'll do here, Ben. I'll try to change the tide here. I'll talk about something that has a little more of an optimistic uh, approach, and uh, I guess I'll keep the ball rolling. Good. Doing so, yeah, I'm sorry, Ben. I know I'm we sick get, of this. I know, but dude, what, you know, what, what do we do? Is we what, come on this show and we just bitch every single day. Well, I mean, it's bitching, but it's also talking about things worth bitching about, or at least talking about things worth talking about. I mean, they're supposed to make you angry. These things are supposed yeah, to upset you. They do make me angry. That's why I'm mad. <laughs> that's, why I'm, that's why I'm mad. That you we should keep be talking mad. About them. Damn it. Um, but uh, this is something that uh, I'll talk about afterwards. First days after HIV infection may hold vaccine key. Holy crap! File this under. You will never hear about this again. Out of Reuters, the body's initial response to contracting HIV could provide the answers scientists need to develop a vaccine for AIDS-causing virus, a Nobel-winning expert said on Monday. Uh, the AIDS epidemic has killed about 25 million people, and about 33 million worldwide are now infected with HIV, which those numbers are just wow. absolutely mind-boggling. Yeah. Cocktails of drugs can control the virus, but so far there is no cure. Okay, we all know this. Francois Bar Sinousi, I guess, who shared the 2008 Nobel Prize for Medicine with Luc Mongua for their discovery of HIV a quarter century ago, told the World AIDS Day event that the human body reacts very distinctly and quickly to the HIV infection. Uh, the nearly immediate cellular response seen in the gut and elsewhere could point scientists towards a vaccine that keeps HIV from taking hold and morphing into the immunity-destroying disease, AIDS, the French expert said. Uh, everything is decided very early after exposure to the virus. When I say very early after, it's a matter of days, she said in the speech at the World Health Organization. If we know better the early events of the acute infection, we can think about developing a better vaccine strategy, she said, warning, if we don't make progress in this basic knowledge, we will never have a vaccine. Uh, finally, recent efforts to develop <clears throat> a vaccine by jumpstarting immune system cells that tackle the virus, such as one last year by Merck, have yield yielded disappointing results. Um, Bear Sanasi said such conventional vaccines would not be enough to tackle HIV, which is a retrovirus, meaning it copies bits of its own genetic code into the DNA of its host. So, um, why did I say file this under? You'll never hear about it again. Because even if this cure did come out, uh, I would bet quite a bit of money that it wouldn't come out. It's it's not gonna it's not gonna happen. I, I really honestly believe that. Uh, there's a lot more to HIV and AIDS, for that matter, than, than we're being told. Not that I'm going to be the conspiracy side of things, but let's face it, folks. Uh, 
we can have cures for anything at this point. I, th- I think medicine is far enough advanced that we, we have cures for basically all things. And if nothing else, uh, we know that, uh, you know, come on, obviously there's got to be a better way to treat cancer than chemotherapy, and I'll go right to that, Ben, unless you want to nope, stop me because it, this You're is another thing. Chemotherapy can do more harm than good. Once again, uh, I talked about Mercola.com. Yes. We'll talk about this article saying, you know, what we've been talking about, what's obvious. You don't radiate humans. Stay tuned, folks. AnimalFarmShow.com. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts & Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts & Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to BraveNewBookstore.com now, peruse the virtual bookstore, and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about BraveNewBookstore.com. Hemp, the superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. This is not your daddy's talk radio. Yo, what's up? 
Check this out. Freedom. Underground. Radio. We cannot continue to rely only on our military in order to achieve the national security objectives that we've set. We've got to have a civilian national security force that's just as powerful, just as strong, just as well-funded. No! (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, (laughs) switching gears here, Jebediah Bush came out and basically said... uh, Former Florida State Governor Jebediah Bush says create a shadow government, focus on policy. He says GOP can't be the old white guy party. Yeah, he was what he was talking about. I, I saw the video and he, he was talking about how you know the stress that the Republican Party is under right now, but the fake stress. You know, yeah. oh my God, what are you guys going to do? Because oh, we're so weak and helpless. We're so weak. You know, what are we going to do to get? We have to get the Senate and the House back. But he's saying yes. What we need to do is kind of play along with the Democrats, but create a exactly. shadow government. Yeah. Use those words, shadow government, to kind of, I guess, police the government. I don't know. Well, he's saying he's saying we're the old white guy party, so we need to put people out there that looks look like actual Americans, and then yeah. and then so that's kind of the shadow government. He was basically saying we're old white guys. Let's put some young black guys out there too, <laughs> or and, just some young guys, and then yeah. just control them from the back end. I'll, I'll, I'll say. I'll say one thing about him. He's, he's got a, he's got a lot more brains than his uh, stupid brother, who's currently our president. Still, he's a much smarter man than than George is. You could, that's obvious because he speaks George well, W. And you could tell, you know, just from how people speak uh, if they're smart a lot of times. But whatever it is. Uh, yeah. Last night, uh, Jeff and I had some crabs. That's <laughs> <laughs> a goodie. Oldie he but says, goodie. He says in Washington we need to show humility and be the loyal opposition. I actually think we need to organize ourselves in the form of a shadow government and make it based on policy and not partisanship. He said, people are sick and tired of partisanship just for partisan sake, but they aren't sick and tired of a loftier debate about policy. Um, again, (laughs) just openly saying, yeah, you know, we'll we'll go behind the scenes and we'll we'll figure out a way to convince you stupid idiots that red yeah. is better than blue, but which it, is the falsity as it is anyway. He's doing that same stupid politician oh, thing that God. Barack Obama's doing. Where I'm sick of the partisanship. I'm sick of the yeah. as yeah. if the Democrats and Republicans really disagree with each other so much in yeah. Washington sure. that we have to we have to um, you know get together because we just hate each other. We're about to punch each other in the face on the Congress floor. Right. Well, they, you know, everybody hates each other. Everybody's of course they're all right. Obama. <laughs> A more example of just the just the complete how ludicrous it really is to think that these two parties are actually at each other's throats in any regard. We got the Obama recent uh, press conference, you know, and we we talked about the Clintons now, you know, Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, and you know they, yes. these two were going at each other, and I'll let the report play. It's, it speaks uh, volumes here. Okay, hopefully it plays for me. Which of course it never does. No one yeah, g- of course it ain't gonna play when I need it to play. Let's see one more time. Send me that link over there, man. I'll, uh... Yeah, it was working fine before. It's at CNN.com there. Uh, yeah, you can check it out. I will. I will get it to work. I will. Um, but not right now. Do it live. Yeah, thank you. And and <laughs> but the overall point is that yeah, I mean these two people are on the stage fighting tooth and nail. And granted, you know they're going, they were going for the nomination, this whole thing. But uh, now all of a sudden you can't, you can't even talk about that. You know. So what do you think now? You still think she's not qualified? But you just made her Secretary of State. So what, what were you saying? Um, oh, it's just. It's- I'll be the best 
little capitalist piglet princess you ever had. Damn right. It's just we have to we have to realize we have to understand that despite the fact that these two people were at each other's throats and they they hate, supposedly hated each other and they were and it was almost like an episode of Springer when those debates happened and um you know he was saying talk, they were talking junk to each other. They're still best friends. Of they're course they are. Best friends and they're they're still they both have the exact same agenda. Why it's more you? war. It's more it's more debt. More it's money. More, more political more, power. Exactly. More favors. More lobbyists. Why would the elite ever want to fight with one another when they have a whole bunch of people who basically need them and worship them? Yeah. I'm going to try one more time here, Ben. No one here needs yes. to be reminded awesome. of how heated things got between Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton during the campaign. She trashed him, saying he wasn't ready to be commander-in-chief. He trashed her, mocking her foreign policy experience as first lady. Well, now, of course, they have put all of that behind them so that she can become his secretary of state. Naturally, given all that was said, this issue came up during an exchange with reporters today. And this is worth listening to. You've talked about the importance just now of having different voices and, and, and robust debate within your administration. Uh, but again, going back to the, the campaign, you were asked and talked about the qualifications of the, your, now, your nominee for Secretary of State, and you belittled her travels around the world, uh, equating it to having teas uh, with foreign leaders, and your new White House counsel said that her resume was grossly exaggerated when it came to foreign policy. I'm wondering whether you could talk about the evolution of your views of her credentials since the spring. I mean, uh, I think <laughs> this is fun for the press to try to <laughs> oh, wait. whatever quotes uh, were generated. During yeah, go ahead. I wanted to pause anyway. <laughs> this is a lot of fun for the press. Because the, don't wow. don't go back to old quotes when I said you know during the, during the debates that was different wow. I don't really feel that way but you know how how slick and how easily he spins that uh, listen this is this is a lot of fun for the press yeah to be able to, yeah uh, focus on what's important the war yeah, I mean the peace I mean incredible. the change whatever incredible just pointing at and this guy was totally gentle totally uh, mm -hmm. and, and and he even he gave him the benefit of the doubt and gave him a loaded question that says what is your Evolution of your thoughts yeah, towards her. Even which set him up for the exactly, which basically has told him, "Hey, man, you can alter your opinion about her right here. You can say that my opinions changed about her. You can. I'm giving you this." And then he, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, and just, uh, it's, it's tough to back out because he, he he really did attack her on a foreign policy front. Mm -hmm. You know, not to get too deep in the political part of it, but yes, he attacked her and, and having tea with foreign leaders and her resume was completely exaggerated. Um, it's tough to get out of it fun. because. She's the Secretary of State. Yeah. yeah so uh, that that seems to be a position that has a lot of responsibility in foreign affairs. Condoleezza Rice. So let's be honest. Uh, it goes on here. In the course of the campaign. Uh, uh, no, I understand. Uh, and um, and you're having fun. There we go. Jeez, the man. pesky media. All we want to do is have a little fun. Stir Don't give yourself too credit. Uh, too much credit, Campbell Brown. Things up for our own amusement. <laughs> I mean, really, how silly of that reporter to dare ask you, Mr. President-elect, how it is. You know, the, you know this this one. This one's gonna get fired because now she's attacking Obama. Her ass is crashed. You're gonna be doing this. this. What is this? This is Campbell Brown on what? CNN. Oh, it's CNN. She's, she's it's that, CNN. Okay. You know, she's the uh, brown-haired, attractive lady. That you completely mocked Hillary Clinton's for foreign policy experience just a few months ago, and yet today you think there is no one more qualified than she to lead your foreign policy team. 
Uh, you could just count on Al Sharpton coming out and Jesse Jackson. Now now she's going to be dubbed a racist. Now watch. It's a clever device treating a question so dismissively in an attempt to delegitimize it. But it is a legitimate question. As annoying as you may have found it, it is a fair question. It was only in March of this year that Greg Craig, your new White House counsel, put out a memo over four pages long outlining point by point Hillary Clinton's foreign policy claims, calling them all exaggerated, just words not supported by her record. Now look, maybe you regret what you said about Hillary Clinton. Maybe it was, as you suggested today, all just said in the heat of the campaign. If that is the case, and you are both now rising above it, then you deserve to be commended for that. And you could have been explicit in saying all of that today. You could have explained the evolution of your thinking instead of the... And she's complimenting you on the, on the very point you just made. She's saying, hey, stupid ass, you, you, they gave you a chance yeah. to BS even more. But hold on, one more second. ...fiddling a question you didn't like. Mr. President-elect, reporters, we hope are going to ask you a lot of annoying questions over the next four years. Yeah, well, you know what? I wouldn't count on it, Miss uh, Campbell Brown from CNN, because this guy is untouchable, and we've seen that. So, and no. for the media folk <laughs> out there, for the reporters and the media folk who don't like him, which is what seems like they're very few and far between, and for those folks who have the audacity to attack the great and unbelievable you know, and mess messiah-esque uh, Barack Obama, uh, you're going to see... of change. Yeah. You know, look, folks, I mean, they, they arrested reporters that asked Bush questions. <laughs> so uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, yes, thank you, Pi, for that. So that, that's Campbell Brown. Uh, you know, interesting. I, I give her credit for, uh, for doing this report. We will come back much more on the news front. Final segment coming up, power segment coming up, news, information, talk. I got to pee. Beautiful young female. He's got all kinds of time. Of the three million plus edible food plants that grow on earth, no other single plant can compare with the nutritional value of the powder, seeds, and oil of the hemp plant. At HempUSA.org, we ship worldwide these nutritional products with free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. At HempUSA.org, we want to educate our listeners that edible hemp is not marijuana and is certified THC-free. Our powder is 50% protein and does not contain gluten. Gluten impairs the cells from absorbing nutrients. This nutrient-dense food can be stored up to five years when vacuum-packed and is priced affordably to be used as a storable food. HempUSA.org is a bulk shipper starting with five pounds and up. To allow this food to work for you, call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org and order today. The body will react and heal itself given the proper nutrition. This superfood will be your greatest asset. So try it today, store it today, and change your life. Call 908-691-2608 or order from HempUSA.org. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists, the Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com, with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2. 
$19.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa, leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all. All it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets. Just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Blood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Blood sent you. Welcome to the world's meeting place. F-R-E-E-D-O-M Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. Well, more Nixon tapes were released. Oh, great. And the records are being made to the public. The presidential <laughs> memo dramatizes White House dilemma over Vietnam. Documents released Tuesday from the Nixon years, <clears throat> excuse me, shed new light on just how much Nixon White House struggled with growing public unrest over the protracted war in Vietnam. Newly released um, information Tuesday from Richard M. Nixon's years in the presidency includes 200 hours of White House tape recordings and 90,000 pages of documents. A newly uh, declassified memo to Nixon from his Secretary of Defense at the time reflects just how much the administration felt and discussed public pressure, even as it weighed U.S. geopolitical strategy and anguished internal debate over war policy. And this kind of just really goes to show that we don't really know crap about what's happening on the inside of our government. You know, this is a good song, Ben. Oh, that, you didn't play that? I thought you were playing the Obama version, I my bet. So what were you saying, man? I wasn't listening. Yeah, let's hear that out. That must be some kind of play it! Alright, see? Now, now we're getting somewhere. Back to the animal farm. Nice. Right. So, Ben, make your point. My point was that we don't really know anything about what's happening inside those overall offices. No. It's all security-based. I mean, they go out there and they have their um, their Dana Perino that's hot chick and their White House press secretary that just tells everybody what's going on. But, um, you know, nothing. They're, they're very, very, very secretive. i got to tell you the truth, man. I was a big fan of Dana Perino when I first saw her. I, you know, I was thinking, wow, I mean, this is this is definitely better than Ari Fleischer, my goodness. But uh, <laughs> yes. she she looks horrific now. I, I don't know whether the really? evil, I think the evil's taken hold of her, you know, uh-huh. when you hang out with you could just look at someone. Look at the difference between uh, Karl Rove and Ron Paul. You don't even have to talk to them or hear them speak. You just look at them and you, can, and you say, who's evil, who's good? Yeah. Come on, folks, please. You don't know the power <laughs> of the dark side. 
Yeah, so there's there's my mentality for you. But, yeah, no, I, of course, we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. And, frankly, we probably shouldn't know every single thing the president's doing. I mean, no, there's got to be a level of secrecy. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think we really need to, but it's it's come to the point where they're so comfortable with their secrecy that they'll just tell you flat out, no, we're not going to talk about that. Not only that, but you're, whatever, whatever you're trying to find out, um, forget the Freedom of Information Act. You're not going to find out for another 40 years. Oh, yeah, well, look at the JFK stuff, too. And how much more time do we have on those? And by that time, who knows where we're going to be? Um, and, you know, keeping on the uh, the surfboard here, I guess you could say the electronic uh, EFF to court said, don't shield telecoms from illegal spying suits. So we're, I guess, kind of keeping the theme going. I tried. The Electronic Frontier Foundation, or EFF, an advocacy group for the for Internet users, is expected to argue in court on Tuesday that it is unconstitutional to prevent Americans from suing the telecom companies that allegedly helped the federal government unlawfully spy on them. Of course, this is in response to the, uh, the many, many pardons. This was a while ago, months, months ago, uh, to the telecommunications industry. The FISA amendments gives telecommunications companies retroactive immunity for opening their networks to the National Security Agency, or that brilliant NSA organization that we also love so much. The telecoms can walk away from lawsuits as long as the government claims the request was, quote, lawful and authorized by the president. Before the law was passed, EFF had brought a lawsuit against AT&T, that is before the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in San Francisco. The flawed statute improperly attempts to take away Americans' claims arising out of the First and Fourth Amendments, EFF wrote on its website. The law violates the federal government's separation of powers as established in the Constitution and robs innocent telecom customers of their rights without due process. Opponents have said that the law is an endorsement by both major political parties of illegal surveillance conducted by the Bush administration. Among the U.S. senators who supported the law was President-elect Barack Obama. So, you know, more, more change... I love the change. We're getting so much change. I swear, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm so filled with joy for the change that's coming, Ben. It's coming, right? The change, <laughs> coming. The change is coming, right? Like change. We're gonna, we're gonna end the war, right, Ben? Yes, we right. are. And we're gonna, we're gonna no! make sure that the people who have broken the law and have destroyed their oath of office, they're gonna pay, right? They're gonna go to court and they're justice. gonna be tried. Justice. We're gonna have justice. Okay, good. Thank God Obama's in office. I just can't wait for the 20th of January. Go back to sleep. Yes. Tony. Thank God. I'm already there. I'm already there. Um, and I'll keep going here. Bush administration ignored warnings of pending financial meltdown. I guess, you know, we're, we're in some of the quasi... You know what? Let's just start the damn power segment because we're already there. Yeah. Uh, Pius, when you get a chance, give me the power segment. Sweet. Power segment. We're going to have to record us doing that so that we don't have to do it every single time the power segment comes up. All right, I'll kick it off. Might as well. Bush administration ignored warnings of pending financial meltdown. Oh, by the way, I, I hope we sound better tonight. I do. I, I think we do on our end. It sounds like we sound better, but on the, on the network end, hopefully we sound a lot more loud and clear and crisp because I did change our, our compressor settings. Not that anybody out there really gives a damn, but I just wanted to let you and Python at the same time. But anyway, yeah. the Bush administration backed off proposed crackdowns on no money down, interest-only mortgages years before the economy collapsed, buckling to pressure from some of the same blanks that have now failed. It ignored remarkably precision or, well, what is that word? A remarkably blank 
bank warnings that foretold the financial meltdown, according to an Associated Press review of regulatory documents. Got to go to dictionary.com for that word. Expect fallout, expect foreclosures, expect horror stories. California mortgage lender Paris Welch wrote to the U.S. regulators in January of 06, about <laughs> one year before the housing implosion cost her a job, bow, uh, bowing to aggressive lobbying along with assurances from banks that the troubled mortgages were okay, regulators delayed action for nearly one year. By the time new rulers were released in late 2006, the toughest of the proposed provisions were gone and the meltdown was underway. These mortgages have been considered more safe and sound for portfolio lenders than many fixed-rate mortgages. David Schneider, home loan president of Washington Mutual, told federal regulators in early 06 two years later wamu became the largest bank failure in u.s history so i want to give a point <laughs> yeah i want to give a really quick comment on that because i know we're supposed to be powering through news but at a very fast pace no! it really goes it really goes with what we were saying yesterday about once you understand that this government is against you everything starts to make sense they they ignored the warnings about this financial collapse they ignored the warnings about Katrina they ignored the warnings about 9/11 they ignored the warnings from inside their own intelligence committees about about uh, uh, the Iraq war and the, yeah. and the fact that there's no uh, WMDs there and you name it countless other yeah. things that they ignored the warnings on they didn't ignore the warnings they well they did but they did it purposely yeah what I'm saying it's not just ignorance it's active ignorance it's 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 not even active Purpose. it's, it's purposeful purposeful it's, thing. yeah i mean it, it's 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 incredible. I'm sorry. Let's no, no, but you're right. But it's, you know, it's amazing. It's almost like every friggin' thing that's wrong with this country does boil down or does revert back to responsibility inside of government and extreme responsibility. And I hate to think yeah. that way because it's, it's that is correct. you know, it breaks my heart. But this is what we're doing. I mean, we're trying to let you know what's going on. This administration ignored warnings of pending financial meltdown. Period. Out of Fox News. And I'm not blaming Republicans. I'm saying the government. The government at large, the people that are running the show, the people in that stupid White House, yeah. and the people that we've never even heard about that don't have a title. Uh, power segment continues. Ben, your turn. Uh, this one's good. I've been, I've been uh, holding this one in my pocket for a minute. Gay Bible angers Christians. The gay oh version of the Bible in which God says it is better to be gay than straight. Oh, my God. You've got to be kidding me. An American film producer. New Mexico-based Revision Studios will publish the Princess Diana Bible, so named because of, uh, of Diana's many good works. It says online at uh, princessdianabible.com in spring 2009, a preview of Genesis is already available, in which instead of creating Adam and Eve, God creates Ada and Eve. Oh, my <laughs> holy God. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon it. Can I get prayer music here, Pilot? Oh, yeah. Is there any prayer music for this? This is really going to piss a lot of people off. Yeah, this is going to be great. Get ready for this. It's going to be such a backlash. Get a couple Here's the prayer music. Go ahead. All right. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon <laughs> Ada, and she slept. And he took one of her ribs and closed upon the flesh inside thereof. And the rib, which the Lord God had taken from woman, made he another woman. And oh. brought her unto her first. And Ada said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman. Because she was taken out of me. Oh, Therefore man. shall a woman leave her mother, and shall cleave unto her wife, and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, the woman and her wife, and were not ashamed. Is this illustrated, or is this just text? It's just text. Okay, too bad. Uh, power 7 <laughs> continues. Uh, well, thank my ass and call me Power. I can, only, I can only imagine Power segment, Animal Farm. You're here. You're alive. And there's no show after us, so get used to it. Enjoy the last four minutes of this broadcast. 
What's gonna what really makes me sick before I move on is the, the backlash because of what this what you just talked about the backlash and how much time and energy is gonna be spent on protesting this stupid thing, uh, without really looking at real issues that are affecting all of us. It's just, it just breaks my heart. But anyway, here's something interesting: India bomb blast. Oh, I can't. Power segment's going on. What's going on? India bomb blast in train kills two and wounds 30. This is after the attack on the Taj Mahal. Oh, wow. Gauhati, India. An Indian official says a bomb blast in a train has killed at least two people and wounded 30 in India's insurgency hit northeast. District Magistrate M.C. Sahu says the blast occurred Tuesday morning in one of the coaches just after the train arrived at Dipu Railroad Station, about 200 miles south of Gauhati, the capital of Assam State. Uh, an ethnic and Insurgent group has been fighting for wide autonomy in the state for the past five years. The blast comes just days after suspected Muslim militants attacked targets across Mombi, killing at least 172 people and injuring 239. Ben, can you fit one more in? I can. White House Christmas tree to feature impeach Bush message. White House <laughs> has been loath to discuss any attempts by lefty members of Congress to increase President Bush. But the final Christmas tree erected during the Bush administration will feature a pro-impeachment message. Uh, check this out. I'm delicious this. Go to AnimalFarmShow.com and look at this. It's got a picture of the ornament. Very silly looking ornament. Great stuff. It. Well, it was a great show. And Pyeth, great job, even though you got here late. Uh, one demerit for that. Ben, great show as always. And uh, God willing, folks, we will be back tomorrow. Same time, same place. WFURadio.com is a website. Our website is AnimalFarmShow.com. Thank you for joining us, folks. We will talk to... Um, no, you'll hear from us tomorrow. We won't talk to you. Take care. Good night. We're on a mission from God.